Welcome to Loan with Jen, another episode of our podcast, or you might be tuning in on YouTube. Today we are talking to someone who might have an investment property, whether you have one investment property or you have dozens. We're talking about property management today. Welcome to the Loan with Jen podcast, your weekly source to keep you informed on everything about financing your home, where you will hear real facts, no BS. I'm your host, Jennifer Hernandez, a loan officer since 1995, and over 4,300 families financed to date. If you're starting to think about buying or refinancing a home, wonder if you have the right credit, savings, or even income, you're in the right place. On my weekly episodes, I make complicated topics easy to understand. By the way, my license is NMLS 514497. The ideas expressed here are my own opinions and don't represent any legal advice. Thanks for joining, let's jump in. talking about property management today and I have a special guest he is a friend here in my local community so Chase Coleman thank you for joining us yeah hi Jen hey so <laughs> Chase is with rental uh, management group and so he and his wife actually manage properties hundreds of pro you have what 200 Two, something 200, yep. yeah he, he knows this guy knows what he's talking about so you really want to tune in so today we're going to talk about the ideal investment and we're also going to talk about pros and cons of using a property management company. It's it's not for everybody. People always get to you probably eventually when they try to DIY, but we're gonna, still, we're gonna talk about the, the pros and the cons. This is episode one of two. You'll wanna stick around and watch episode two when we release it next week. We're gonna be talking about screening and fraud, and we're gonna talk about eviction. That is gonna be a juicy, juicy one. But yeah. but But back to this, so, Chase, what is just in your experience of all the investment properties that you've seen, you work with investors all the time, what's yeah. an ideal investment property? Great question, Jen. Um, I, I think it starts with the numbers. I mean, if you're looking at an investment, you wanna make sure the numbers work. Um, so people always ask me, hey Chase, where's a good area in Houston uh, to invest? And I say, well, I mean, any area is good as long as the numbers work. Now, as far as the you know actual property, uh, we like single family homes. I mean, that's what we manage and every investor is different. Some people like condos, some people like big apartments. Yeah, um, doors. We, yeah, we like single family, um, single family homes. Um, and we kind of like to stay in the range of kind of the, I guess, Joe six pack is what you want to call kind of the, you know, the, the middle class blue collar worker, um, kind of that where it's a, it's a very high demand for that type of property. Yeah. Um, usually it's like a 3-2 kind of starter home, 1,500 square feet, 1,700 square feet. Um, the benefit to that is you have a bigger pool of renters to, you know, to market to and, and potentially get in, in the property. Uh, and then also when it comes to uh, expenses for maintenance and make readies, uh, usually that's going to be a lot more cost effective as compared to like a huge five bedroom uh, three oh. bath home because now you're painting a 1500 square foot house to get ready and replacing carpets and two bedrooms instead of painting this huge 25 yeah, yeah. 5000 and it just really kills your you know your return when you look at the investment over the course of the year so we like kind of the starter homes mm -hmm. um you know one stories uh 
when you get into those two stories, the plumbing issues on top. You also have a plumbing issue on the bottom because all the water seeps down. So we like oh, the, the, sing yeah, the single story. Nice. Um, you know, brick homes. Um, so yeah, so uh, now every investor is different. Um, it really starts with the numbers, but as far as the type of property, those are kind of the, the sweet spots for us. What about age of property? Like I was looking at investment property last year and I almost made an offer. I almost closed on one and then I backed out. And it was like a you know, 1970s, it was, and I found out through the inspection, I mean, the electrical panel was shot, it was yeah. all outdated, I was like, okay, I could really pour some money into this thing. I didn't have the energy to do all that, so are most of the homes that you see that you're managing and the 250 that you're managing, are they mostly within a certain age range, or? Um, it's really investor specific. Um, some like the newer, their newer homes are more, a little bit more risk averse. Every home is unique um, and it could have its own set of issues. I mean, mm -hmm. even if you get new construction, I'm sure you know, someone can move right in and they have all kinds of issues. Maybe it just wasn't built properly. properly. Um, but the good thing with that is, you know, a lot of times there's home warranties, um, you know, with those type of newer builds. Um, you know, obviously the, the ACs, you know, it's early life, uh, roof is early life. So these big expenditures, um, you know, are, are something that's you're not gonna have to take care of till, till later down the road. but really i mean we've seen 80s 90s homes we've had investors have them for seven years ten years, Lots of years. and just no issues and it really it really kind of depends on two things one is you know how proactive you are in like the preventative maintenance side mm -hmm. uh, and then how well you screen your tenants because <clears throat> when you screen your tenants and they're they have a are responsible maybe have good credit you know good income yeah they take care of the property while they're in there so um you know when when you have um people that care about the property and 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 you know put time and effort to to take care of it you know usually yeah, it makes it, a it, difference yeah it makes a difference now i mean you can go buy new construction right now and you can buy 1970s the 70s might not have issues for 10 years and you might day one issues on the on the new yeah that's true so. that's a good yeah you never know it's a good yeah. point well we are going to talk about the fraud the uh the screening we're going to talk about that in episode two um so stick around for that but let's move on to the pros and cons of property management so yeah. just as a quick prelim um when you have an investment property you can either manage it yourself you know you've got to collect rent you've got to maintain the property, the toilet breaks, trust me, they will call you. Mm -hmm. And many people do it on their own. And then some people use a property management company, whether you have one investment property, or even if it's your homestead and you're moving out of the country for a while and you've, right. you know, it's dormant or whatever. So let's talk about the pros and the cons of, let's talk about the pros first. What's the benefit of using a property management company? Yeah, I mean, I, th I think, I mean, r really, you're you're offsetting time spent on something, right? So it's, you know, if you have a full-time job and you got kids running around the house and, uh, you know, you're trying to manage a property, um, that's probably not going to be something that you want to do, especially like when you get the late night phone calls with the, the tenants because mm -hmm. something's not working. Um, I mean, really, you're, you're offsetting your time, right? Mm -hmm. So um, you hire a property management company, you know, they take care of everything and involve you when you need to be involved. So, um, quick question: Do you, do y'all receive late night calls? Like, you have an answering service? We have twenty four seven answering <laughs> service. We have received late night phone calls. Usually, it's 
usually it's a plumbing issue. Someone gets Ow. up and uses the restroom at night and something something's, happens. Something's yeah, yeah, usually it's a plumbing issue. I mean, um, do you have to like wake up and go take care of it right away? Uh, we have emergency dispatchers available. Okay. Yes, um, our 24-7 our service, they triage it up front. Um, and then uh, if they need to send out someone right away, that we have 24-7 So that's a benefit. I'm sure yeah, that a yeah, lot absolutely. of management companies deal, deal with that kind of stuff. Yeah, so absolutely. time, 24-7, what's another benefit? Yeah, I think, <clears throat> I think kind of all the legal um, aspects of it, um, you know, lease enforcement. Uh, you know, you get into, um, and some people do leases on napkins or via email. Um, you know, we use all the TREC uh, forms, which is the Texas Real Estate Commission promulgated form. So it's designed for property managers to use for, for leasing. Yeah. Um, so knowing all those terms and conditions and being able to enforce those with the, the residents, I think that's important um, because you know, you, you might get into a situation where there's a lawsuit and you didn't abide by the contract and you need somebody that's professional and has been there before and, and has your side. And, and the property management works as kind of a, a medium, um, you know, between the, the residents and, and the owner. Um, so, you know, we, we can be the bad guy, you know, put, put it on us. We'll, we'll tell the, the resident, no, you can't do this. This is on, on your you lease. You can't do that. Yeah, what yeah, about so. collecting? So y'all collect another benefit would be collecting payments right yeah we collect rents um mm -hmm. i would say 98 percent of our residents right now do online payments um and there's a number of different ways they can pay so we offer a bunch of different payment solutions for them and mm -hmm. uh, we process the accounting and then we you know we pay out the owners and we mm -hmm. directly deposit it right into their account so mm -hmm. they get they get the money each month and and the fees i mean the fees are pretty reasonable i mean i know it varies from company to company but right. what's a range of per property that someone could expect if you're going to get a property managed what's a what's a range yeah, of I would potential say five, fees 5 to 10% um of the rent. now there's some flat fee companies so it just depends i mean <clears throat> we're we're 7% so we're we're kind of right in the middle um but I, I like to think that we add a lot of value for for the money mm -hmm. uh, we're definitely not the cheapest we're not the most expensive but you know i I think we're the best. <laughs> Knowing you like I do and, and your wife, Leslie, which is your better half, by the yes, way. She's very yes, organized. For sure. Uh, y'all y'all are good people, so I'm, I have no doubt that y'all do everything the right way. Yeah, That's thank, awesome. Thank you, Jen. Um, so what about the cons? What would be a con of using a property management company? Yeah, I think, you know, the feeling of losing control, right? I mean, it's your, your property, your investment, and you're relying on someone else to basically look after your investment. Um, mm -hmm. That sometimes that's hard for people to do. Um, and, you know, obviously there's costs involved with the property management company. Um, yeah. It's an investment and you have to factor in that cost. So some people, they might be maybe just breaking even per month with the rent, you know, as, you know, uh, lined up with their mortgage and it's like okay i'm i'm paying this on my mortgage and my insurance and my taxes and i can only get this rent now i got to pay a management company so i'm i got to pay money per month to have this mm -hmm. investment property mm -hmm. so um I, you know i think obviously the cost involved um can can be you know one of the cons um <clears throat> but i mean not that many yeah <laughs> not i mean, that it's, many it's, I mean it's, it's good you're, hi you're hiring pros. a professional that yeah that you know that knows what they're doing i mean obviously when you do that just like when you go to the doctor you go an attorney you're gonna pay them for yeah professional service for their service uh, yeah and i do think a lot of property managers get a bad rap um 
because they don't know how to run it like a business and an actual property management company. I think a lot of people, they maybe rely on the realtor that sold them the house and like, mm -hmm. hey, can you manage the property? Oh yeah, I'll collect rent and you know, and they're, they're not set up to, to do it properly. So yeah. um, they put maybe put in a bad resident and they just have a horrible experience. So I think property management companies do get a bad rap um, mm -hmm. you know, kind of in general with the public. But I think if you do your research and, you know, of course, look online at reviews and that type of thing. Um, and go with a company that's reputable, like someone who has experience doing it, not just like you said, just a one-off person who's the realtor or a neighbor or a friend, like, oh yeah, I'll watch over the property for you. Right, exactly. Yeah. Hire a professional. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're going to pay for it, but yeah. you, know, you know you're getting good service. Now, I do have a question. When you enter into a contract with the property management company, are they obligated for six months, a year? Can they get out at any time? For It, it depends on the company. For us, it's month to month. Okay. If, if you're not happy, I mean, we're always trying to earn your business. So uh, if you're not happy, you can cancel at any time with us. Um, but you'll see six months a year um, okay. out there. Um, <clears throat> a lot of times you'll have to pay uh, some type of fee to get out. Mm -hmm. um, we don't charge anything to get out. Um, you know, if you're not happy, we don't want to, we're not trying to hold yeah. you, hold you to us. Like it, it doesn't, it's not beneficial for anybody. So, um, I do have a question actually. So I recently heard someone was telling me they were interviewing a property management company that was out of town. Yeah. So if we could, you know, just ending the episode, let's talk about on the pro and con part, an in town versus an out of town property manager. I mean, is it even possible? I mean, they just dispatch people when something needs to happen. Is it, is it good, bad, ugly? Well, Tell me what you with, think about with that. Technolo so there are a lot of national companies um, out there and they utilize technology for a lot of things. Um, <clears throat> usually these type of companies, they do so much volume, you can get them at cheap. Mm -hmm. um, so there, there is that aspect of it. But they're relying on data sources that might not know the market. So mm -hmm. a lot of people do rely like on Zillow and, and these types of data sources that aren't 100% accurate. Mm -hmm. In Houston, we're very MLS heavy. Um, our website is har.com. Mm -hmm. um, it beats out Zillow and traffic. I think we're the only major market. So uh, we utilize HAR, uh, okay. which is the MLS, which gives you more of a true value on the rents. Um, so I think sometimes they can leave money on the table. Uh, also, they're not, um, they don't know the areas as, as, especially in Houston, no zoning. So there's just yeah. all kinds of, of stuff to factor in. I mean, you might have a house um, that's right next to commercial, but when they look at it, you might think, okay, I can get this price, but no, where it's located might devalue it. And if you're not, if you don't know Houston, you don't know the market, um, you, yeah, you won't, yeah, you won't, you won't catch that. Mm -hmm. So no, that's, that's um, good advice. Um, well, I think this was a good informative episode. I hope that you got a lot from it about pros and cons of property management. We are going to put your info if someone is in Houston and wants to connect with you about talking to you. I'll put Chase's info uh, in there. And I'm also going to put a, a, a link to the online community that you've got that tell us really quick about that property management nerds yeah, what is that so property management nerds um, <clears throat> we're an online community for people that are interested in getting into the property management business so maybe a realtor out there or you're interested in, in property management so uh, we're starting to build a community where we can just all come together share ideas cool um, yeah I mean we're just awesome. trying to help each other out yeah <laughs> no nerds. I think that's a but yeah 
I, I've been getting your, your pings. I, I joined the community. Yeah, so I thank thought you that was for great. joining. Yeah. yeah, so very good. We'll put those resources in the comments and join us for episode two. We are going to talk about screening, fraud, and eviction. Now that is going to be some good information. So yep. we'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Loan with Jen podcast. Keep joining me each week to stay up to date on the mortgage industry as I'll dive into relevant topics so your home financing process, whether you're buying or refinancing, is smooth and simple. If you enjoyed today, please click follow and that way you'll never miss an episode. To find us on social media, just go to Loan with Jen on any of the social media handles, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in this week for Real Facts, No BS. Talk soon.